hope everyone has been doing good these past couple-ish weeks. Uh, thanks for the break last week. I appreciate it. I flew out to Colorado and uh, just spent the weekend with my family. Um, we had some family stuff going on and it was nice to just fly out and be with them during all of that. And so, yeah, but I'm back now, um, and I thought today would be a good opportunity to do my March reading wrap-up. I feel like I just did February's reading wrap-up, and I I did, like, last time, the last episode was the book tag, and then the episode before that was my February wrap-up, but honestly, it's been a busy month, and I just, I don't know, but it's fine. So we'll just get on with it as usual. The only books that I read this month, because I'm reading these books again, are the SJM books, Sarah J. Mass's books. So those are the only books that I read this month. And I we'll talk about them. I mixed up the series because I'm reading all of them in publication order rather than like a series order. And so I'll talk a little about that. And, um, if you, if anyone is interested in like getting into Sarah J. Mass's books or just like wanting to reread them, then like, you know, this is a good episode for that. Her next book in the Crescent City series, book three, is coming out at the end of January 2024, so I am super excited about that, and I'm really glad that I chose to reread all of her books before that book came out because I feel like it's just going to be a good refresher, especially reading the Crescent City series. The the first Crescent City book I read in 2020 when it first first came out and that was the first fantasy book that I'd ever read ever and it probably I wish I had some guidance a little bit because that should not have been the first fantasy book I'd read but I remember starting it I read like the first 100 pages and I don't know, I felt like it was kind of boring, like, the world building was a lot, I was very confused, like, it just, you know, I I got thrown into this fantasy world, and I really had, like, no way of getting about anywhere, Um, but then I set it down, and I kept seeing this book all over my Instagram feed, and people were praising it, and they were so excited about it, so I was like, you know what, okay, fine, like, I'll pick it back up, and I'll try to finish it and see what I think, and I, I did, I picked it up, I started right where I left off, I could remember pretty much everything I had read, and I read the rest of that book in, like, two days, it was insane, I feel like in a fantasy in fantasy books especially like the first book in a series if it's going to be a series the world building and magic system and character building like all that stuff has like it's so important to be put in the beginning so that you kind of get a gist for what's going on and how it works and stuff like that and it's hard to be able to like keep the story flowing and going through 
the world building too and it's a big talent if you can do both but I feel like with Crescent City like because it was a, it's so different from what Sarah J Mass like usually writes like it's more modern it's like a modern fantasy instead of like the medieval type vibes that like her other books are written in I felt like yeah it was a little rough in those first 100 pages but then once like the story starts going and you get to like know the characters a bit more and whatever it was so good and the last pages of those of that book I was like I was like wow this is amazing like I had never that was one of the first times I had ever felt like that after I had read something and it was so great and so then that's how I got started reading Sarah J Mass. and I said like oh well people love this book so much and then they say that like the A Court of Thorns and Roses series is even better so I'll pick that up and I read that like um a few like maybe six months later and I obviously that whole series became my entire personality and also then I read Front of Glass at the beginning of 2022 and I yeah I will never stop talking about those books but anyway so yeah and then Crescent City 2 came out right after I finished um with the Throne of Glass series that came out last February and the book it was so good and the ending just made me like so excited and I cannot wait for the third book I can't wait to see what happens how it's going to happen if you know like the book is called House of Flame and Shadow and if you know in Queen of Shadows there's a character that call like she's called the Queen of Flame and Shadow and I'm just I'm wondering what's gonna happen if there's gonna be some parallels there but anyway so yeah I've been reading through her books by publication order instead of series order it's been going great I love I have loved reading her books again and just being in like her world and the writing style and there's just I feel at home in those books so anyway um I will talk about the books that I have read this month I didn't read as many books as I did in February but the books are way big they're so big so anyway okay the book I just started reading this morning and I'm on like literally chapter two is A Court of Wings and Ruin, and that's the third book in the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. So I'm on that right now, just started it. One of my best friends is reading that book right now for the first time, and Will actually just finished it like a few days ago so that he could read like a book that he wanted to read that he chose. I got him to start reading everyone. Uh, Yeah, I will take your applause now. I got him to get a book just on his own. He said, hey, I kind of want to start like reading this series. And I said, okay. So he went to the bookstore, got the first book, and he's been reading it, and it's been great. Um, so yeah, you know, my life goals are being completed. So yeah, I started reading 
Accord of Wings and Ruin, and I just love the Accord of Thorns and Roses world. I love Feyre, and I'm just so excited to be back in that book series. Okay, so the books I read this month, let's see, I read one, two, three, four, six books I read, and here, I'll talk about them. If you don't want spoilers, I'll try not to spoil these books for people who don't want them to be spoiled, but I will, like, warn you if I do say something that's a little spoilery, so... Yeah, I will keep you on track, but I will not I will never intentionally spoil something for you without a warning first. So, the first book I read was Air of Fire. This is the third slash fourth book in this series, depending on which order you read it in, which I my opinion on the Throne of Glass order is to read Throne of Glass, Crown of Midnight, go back and read the prequel, The Assassin's Blade, and then Air of Fire. That's my opinion. So to me, it's the fourth book in the series. And it's really when Selena Sardothian goes and she kind of stops running away from her past. She meets a bunch of new people who help her kind of find her way back to herself after everything that she's been through in the past three books and after like the whole 10 years since she was orphaned and then found and then raised in an assassin's keep and you know just there's a lot of that kind of weighing her down at the beginning of the book and then as the book goes on, she really starts, like, really looking into herself and stop. she stops running from her past. And this book is one of my favorite books in the series, and it's a favorite book overall for a lot of people just because of her journey back to herself and the, like, little romance that's in this book that starts blooming in this book. And it also is the book where it starts switching point of views and new characters get introduced. So we get introduced to Manon Blackbeak, which is, she's a witch. And we get introduced to um, Dorian, like we see Dorian and Kale's point of views a lot more and their process and what they're thinking about and just some others as well and I feel like it's just great. In the When I first started reading this series, whenever we got a point of view that wasn't Selena, I felt so bored, and I just wanted to, like, get back to her, but then at the end of the series, they, those people who we got extra, like, side chapters from, I, they became my favorite characters. Like, Manon is one of my favorite characters in this series. I love her character development. I love her story and just the way that she's written. I love Manon. And also like with Dorian and Kale, like I feel like, well, maybe not Kale just yet this far into the series because I feel like a lot of people rag on Kale. I love him. He's, he 
like, yeah, I can see why people don't like him. And I'm like, oh, Kale, like, you just, you're not thinking with your head. But then later on is when, like, his kind of redemption arc comes through and you see, like, why he was kind of feeling all this way so early in the book. But anyway, so yeah, Air Fire is a great book. It really starts the, like, the first three books in the series are all about Selena and, like, her being this, like, really cool assassin and kind of being, like, cutthroat and heartless and whatever. But then in Air Fire, you see what's underneath and that's just all kind of been a facade this whole time so love era fire for that character development it's really where that starts happening and i am a sucker for good character development so yeah the next book i read the next book in the publication order was a court of thorns and roses and this is the first book in that series this is like prime beauty and the beast retelling and this book is about, like, Feyre. They're, she's a human. The world is split up between the Fey and the human world. And it's um, split by this wall that, like, runs in between the their territories. And so Prithian is the Fey realm and then the human realm. But anyway, you know the story of Beauty and the Beast where, like, Belle ends up having to stay with the beast and there's this curse and she needs to break it but she doesn't really know that she needs to break it or what the curse really is because the beast won't really he can't really tell her and that's basically how this is with Feyre and Tamlin. Tamlin is the beast. There's like this curse among the among Prithian where like he um can't take off like a masquerade mask he and his whole court the like curse came in at this big ball where they were wearing wearing masquerade masks and they can't take their masks off so she doesn't know what he looks like or what the other fae look like and so then she has to figure out like what the curse is and it's you know the the whole cheesy thing where, like, oh, you have to love him with, like, and you have to be loved in this form, or if you can't, then your curse won't break, and then you'll be stuck like this forever thing, and then she gets, like, sent home, and then she finds out what's going on, and then she goes back, and anyway. So, yeah, but they're, at the very end of the book, like, in the last 100, even, like, 50 pages, the story starts changing, and it becomes less like a Beauty and the Beast retelling, and then the rest of the book series turns into, like, its own story, own original tale, and just kind of drops off the Beauty and the Beast in the first book, but I love this book. I, man, reading it again for the third time, I was like, huh, yeah, like, this book is really good, but I'm just waiting for book two, because book two is my favorite book ever, and so I was just kind of speed reading through it, but yeah, still really good, such a good series, I just love it, and then the next book in the publication order is Queen of Shadows, which is back to Throne of Glass, and this is the, I'm just going to say fifth book in the series. And this is when 
the characters kind of meet back up again. They group up, and they're trying to bring magic back, and they're trying to, um, like, get everything kind of, just kind of get the ball rolling on how to bring magic back for good and get rid of the darkness. And so I really like this book. I feel like this is people's, like, least favorite book. I don't really know why I feel like... I don't know, just because I feel like Air Fire was so good, and then the book after this, Empire of Storms, is so good, like, people kind of forget about Queen of Shadows, but it is such a good story, and reading it again after, like, knowing everything that happens, I see all of these little, like, foreshadowing moments, and these things that, like, the main character does to get ready for the next books, like her planning and plotting and the foreshadowing and all of that is so good and you don't realize it until you read it again how like how far it goes back and all I can think about is the song Mastermind by Taylor Swift how the main character in this book and Sarah J Mass are total masterminds and I just love the storytelling in this book and just like still the the redemption is the like I'm not gonna apologize for who I am anymore this is who I am and people are allowed to change and like I'm allowed to move on from this and like make people who I thought were my enemies are not my enemies they're my friends and they'll help me and they're the ones that'll stand closest to me and really like the people I thought were close to me are my enemies and now I have to kind of switch and get through that hardships and yeah anyway Queen of Shadows so good love that book five stars and it's amazing the next one I read was A Court of Mist and Fury this is the second book in the A Court of Thorns and Roses and yeah this book is my like maybe my favorite SJM book ever. There's another one that might top it, but just the way that this book makes me feel, like, I relate, I feel like I relate to Feyre a lot, and everything that she went through in the first book, like, she went through so much. She was, like, tortured and all this stuff in the first book, and then the second book she just kind of feels like this hollow broken person and she feels like no one's really taking care of her and she doesn't even feel like she deserves to be happy or taken care of and then like she things change and she kind of um she gets brought into a world where or like a mindset I guess of that like everything that she endured and everything that she had to do to survive like wasn't really her fault it was all just a part of like this big game that somebody else was playing and just the relationships she forms with the people in this book like a new group of characters get introduced and she becomes really close with them it just really like was I don't know just so good and like everything she went through then she got away and then she just became free and 
just like accepted that part of her past but then decided to not forget about it but to just move on and that's the only thing you can do to be happy and I don't know I just love that and this book made me cry I've read this book three times some of the chapters I've read in this book like maybe six seven eight times and every time I read it I just cry because I can't help it and it's so heart like felt and meaningful and it just makes me feel and I love books that make me feel like that um so yeah definitely love this book five stars the next two that I read so technically in the publication order is you read Empire of Storms which is the fifth book in the Tower in the Throne of Glass sorry series and then you read A Court of Wings and Ruin which is the next book in the Court of Thorns and Roses and then you read Tower of Dawn which is the uh, sixth book no seventh book I think in the um throne of glass but because I kind of I wanted to do the tandem read with Empire Storms and Tower of Dawn because those two books happen at the same time like they the timeline is the same and I didn't want to like finish Empire of Storms be left on a huge cliffhanger then have to read two more books before I got three more books before I got to finish it because I would have to read Empire of Storms and then be left with that ending and then read the Accord of Wings and Ruin and then Tower of Dawn and then Accord of Frost and Starlight and then I could read the last book in the series and that would have not been I wanted to just keep reading like I wanted to read them together and that's how I always recommend to read this series is to do the Empire of Storms Tower of Dawn tandem read and there's a guide that I found online that'll tell you like which chapters to read when like it'll be like okay read Empire of Storms chapter one then read Tower of Dawn chapters one through three then read Empire of Storms chapters like two through six or whatever and so it'll tell you when to switch books and stuff and so that's what I did I read those books it took me a long time to finish both of those books because I was traveling while I was reading them and um but I loved because I didn't do that the first time the first time I read these books I was like physically reading Empire Storms but I was listening to Tower of Dawn there's like an audio book version you can get free off YouTube and so that's what I did with most of this series and I wish I hadn't done that because I felt like I did like gave myself a disadvantage so I just slowly took my time with these two books I read them with the guide and I felt like that was so much better than reading the books separately and I definitely recommend if you read this series do the tandem read I know they're both like 650 page books they're huge but 
they don't feel like separate books when you read them like that it just feels like one book and the povs change which is what like is already happening through the rest of the books in the series and so i feel like it's not a big deal if you do that um but yeah definitely i recommend the empire storms tower of dawn tandem read and so that's what i did i enjoyed it a lot i will finish um with the last book probably in a week or maybe this next week if i can finish wings and ruin soon enough and frost and starlight and then kingdom of ash and then the the other three books that i have to read after that but yeah that's what i read this month and i will probably finish a court of wings and ruin and since i've already read that book before I can tell you that it's really good. This book is like definitely about uh is like a war book. It's it like the romance kind of takes not a back seat, but maybe like takes the passenger seat and then the war takes up the front seat. Um because there is a big war in this book. That's why people call it Aka War. And I feel like that's clever because that's like the um like acronym like a court of wings and ruin is aqua war but then it's like has a war in the book that's clever i don't like saying akatar akamath aqua war i don't like saying those because i don't know i feel like that's a little cringe but i do know why because a court of thorns and roses is a lot of words to say you can just say akatar so anyway I hope that my friend finishes this book soon because I would love to be able to talk about it with her now that it will be fresh in my mind and it will be fresh in her mind and we can buddy read. I don't think she will do that but one can hope and I can pressure her into reading it and make her feel bad if she doesn't. Also. My other friend, her husband, is reading A Court of Mist and Fury, and they like they went on this like huge vacation. They just got back. They did not read at all on the vacation, which is fine. They did not have time, whatever. And I told him he has until the end of May to finish his book before I start getting on him about it because I will never let him live it down if he doesn't finish it in time so he has like two months basically he has the rest of this week he has all of April all of May so he should be able to finish it and he will love it I know he'll love it so much if he just reads it because his wife loved it and she didn't think she was going to really like it and she did so what do you say about that but yeah also um taylor swift her concert the eras tour concert is so good i want to go so bad but i i just don't know if that'll happen the tickets are still so expensive she's going i have until april she's gonna be here like april 17th or something like that in tampa 
I want to go so bad, but I don't know if it's going to happen. So, yeah, if anyone is going to her concert, um, maybe smuggle me in or just FaceTime me, put it on, like, Instagram Live or TikTok Live or something like that just so I can watch and pretend I'm there experiencing it in real time. Her surprise songs have been so good. She sang so many surprise songs and man if I was okay if I was able to go and her surprise songs were like oh she already sang that one so she won't sing that one again I don't know like this is me trying or I think she already sang that one too or I don't know just something from like the debut album oh my gosh I would like you would have to drag my cold lifeless body out of there because I would ascend into heaven. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Those are the books I read in March and hopefully by the end of April I will have finished the SJM reading marathon and have read some new books that I can share with you all because Samantha Shannon's new book came out. It's the standalone prequel to Priory of the Orange Tree, A Day of Fallen Night is what it's called, and I literally can't wait to read that, and I like kind of just want to read it, but I'm trying to get through the Sarah J. Mass reads and just enjoy my time with Sarah J. Mass before I jump into other books, but it's very tempting, and it's one of the most beautiful books I've ever seen, ever, so I'm very excited about that, and I can't wait to tell you about that at the end of April. So yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you for coming to my library. I very much appreciate it. And I will, oh, I don't think I'll be able to record an episode for for this next week either because my mom is coming into town. Um, I'll see if I have time. Maybe, maybe not. So don't get your hope you know what? I should be able to release one. It'll be fine. So I will see you next week. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. All right. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.